This podcast has been sponsored by the 2018 champion, Matt Albright. Radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. Scoop and your favorite hosts, Giuseppe. That's pretty terrible right there. And Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. With producer Tony. I will kill a man to improve my status. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. You're lacking professionalism on the microphone. Hey fellas, I love the podcast. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Scoop and Poop. I am your host Giuseppe and with me after almost a month-long hiatus is Turtle. Turtle, how you doing man? It's been a very long time. Good. Has it really been a month? Uh, at least three weeks. Really? Yeah, I, I think so. I have no idea. <laughs> Fuck football anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. That's that's for sure. Um, so I mean, we've we are recording this on the eve of the eve. So the podcast will go up on Christmas Eve for you folks who maybe are doing last minute shopping and are gonna be running around. And since this is gonna be a hybrid show, there's no opportunity for me to ask the would you rather in the following show. So I'll do it right now, Turtle. I don't know if you saw it on the message board or not, but my would you rather was have NFL games on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Day. Okay. Tony? Uh, I agree with the Christmas Day because my Christmas Eves are usually chock full of bullshit. Like, I got to go to one house. I got to come home and host another party. So, like, I'm running, like, around like crazy on Christmas Eve, but Christmas Day is usually just sitting around and playing with my presents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm going to actually be contrarian here, and I'm going to say Christmas Eve. And the reason why is this. Number one, and again, let's pretend this is, a, it's not part of the question, but I'm going to insert it. Pre-COVID world, right? My parents hosted on Christmas Eve. And you know what's the worst part about Christmas Eve? is when you turn on the TV and there's literally nothing on except for like the 24-hour marathon of A Christmas Story. Yeah, Christmas Story is on loop uh, yeah. like on TNT. Sports is very lacking on Christmas Eve. But on Christmas Day, I know not everybody's an NBA fan, but they usually stock the, ca- the schedule with a bunch of really, really good NBA games. So I'm, I'm more of like, you know what? Let the NBA have Christmas. That's their day. Christmas Eve, you know, on those off times where it lands on like close to the weekend, you know, I'm I'm down for it. Actually, Tony and I were talking about this before you hopped on Discord, Turtle. It's like I'm confused as to why there isn't a Thursday night game this week on Christmas Eve, and instead they move it to an afternoon game on Christmas Day. Like, do you know anything about why this is happening? I don't know anything about the NFL anymore. They're just <laughs> moving games every week, so who knows anymore? Yeah, I mean, it, it completely like caught me off guard. And Tony obviously is paying attention because he's in the championship game. But like, you know, I I just assumed that we're gonna have a game tomorrow. Oh, yeah. awesome! We got a, a Christmas Eve evening game. 
It'll be nice. You know, Thursday night football doesn't change the routine, but nope. it'll be on a holiday. That's kind of nice. <laughs> nope. Completely skipping Christmas Eve and putting a Christmas Day to compete with those NBA games that we know are going to possibly happen before everybody gets COVID and they cancel. Yeah. But <laughs> who knows about that one? But uh, yeah. But yeah. That's uh, that's uh, just, uh, you know, the question. So we can talk about what happened last week. So last week was the first week of the playoffs for four teams and the bowl games for a few others. So Turtle, we, we b- dynamically booked you in a, into a uh, bowl game, Turtle. How did you find out about that? I showed up on Saturday after I had surgery Saturday morning and then like six o'clock, I think I logged in and I'm like, Oh, I have a match. Um, <laughs> I'll grab somebody, you know, and I just like, Oh yeah. Tried to put a team together. We got to talk about and- who you grabbed because yeah. this was hilarious. I, I was uh, sitting around, I think the green Bay game was going on and I was, scratching my head trying to find a wide receiver to play because Michael Thomas went on IR and I saw Brandon Cooks was available and you know me I fucking hate Brandon Cooks but I was that desperate where I was willing to pick him up so first thing I do I I go to the IR, IR page and I try to put Michael Thomas on IR but little did I know that is not a thing we can do in this league unless your guy has COVID I don't know why but there is no real IR in this league. It's only COVID IR. So I asked Giuseppe if I could do this, yada, yada, yada. He said no. I go back to the waiver wire page to pick up Brandon Cooks, and he was gone. You literally beat me by like 30 seconds <laughs> for Brandon Cooks. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and then I tried to make you feel bad about it, but it didn't work. Uh, well, you, yeah, I don't feel bad about shit. You ended up I, playing I mean, him, and the guy I had anyway scored more points, so fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whine and then get repaid. I mean, <laughs> So it sounds like you, you probably didn't listen to the who knows how long that podcast was, but essentially we had Primetime as, as co-host, and he dynamically booked you versus BDI as a – I guess like an additional bowl game based on, you know, the wager that you all had and how insane that ended up playing out. So that's the the bowl game we have here and BDI continues his <laughs> dominance over you. <laughs> Not only are you paying his entry next year, but you didn't I already paid him. I paid him. It's Christmas. Oh. I gave him Oh, his you already money paid shit. him. You gave him cash. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh? You gave him cash? I pay, yeah, cash apped him. Wow. Wow, I didn't. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, I. It was. I was good. He was like being a real prick about it and kind of trying to lawyer me through it, whatever. I'm like, dude, suck a dick at first, and then um, I realized he's he's really poor. So I was like, here, here's your two hundred dollars, bruh. It's Christmas. Uh, have you gotta fun. give some. You to know, the buy, list buy, list buy a shirt list. or whatever. Buy buy the honey bun something. <laughs> you know, do what you gotta do, player. Yeah, it's, yeah, this is the time of year to look out for the less fortunate. That's for sure. Yeah, I was shocked that, like, literally, the game. I don't think the Monday night games have ended yet. And BDI is already posted on the message board, like, hey, where's my money? It's like, Jesus, he's paying your entry fee for next year. That's what the bet was. Yeah. And then he said, because I said the bet was for this year. Yes, the bet is for this year. We played this year for the bet. Yeah. The the reward was a league entry (laughs) into next year. Yeah. In reality, you could have sent me the 200 bucks at this point. Well, that's what what I was. Debating with the visa, I was trying to like not be a, a um, 
prick about it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, how can I do this to pay him? Because he's like, seems all skeptical that I'm going to pay it up. And <laughs> Ivy's like, just pay Giuseppe, write a handwritten note, and then paste <laughs> it to the message board that Giuseppe's been paid for next year. But he seemed like really desperate. So I was just like, here, take your money, bro. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Go buy a tire for the Camry. I, I don't know. <laughs> So I, I'm going to say this without saying it out loud, but you, pro, you know what I'm talking about. What, uh, did you consider what uh, was the proposed pennies? to you? Paying gonna, him in pennies? I, no, 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 no. I'm trying to leave it very vague, but uh, because I, I don't know if this person wants me to, to announce what they proposed to you. Um, via email separately about the situation. So, but I, I guess you don't, uh, I don't even don't, know what you're talking. You don't about. know what I'm talking about. So no, I've been um, literally like out of commission, laying down, doing absolutely zero. It's been shitty. Oh okay, yeah. Gonna, yeah. 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 I, I think I know. I'm going to type it out. So I don't say it out loud in our discord. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, check that. <laughs> oh, anyway. Did you consider that at all? What I don't do you, what know what it is. I, I oh, okay. So it's new to you. All right, we'll talk about yeah. it. All right, we'll talk about it after the podcast is over. But yeah, anyway, um, yeah. So BDI gets his money. He gets his victory here. Um, so congrats to BDI winning the bowl game that we dynamically booked for him. Uh, next matchup, we didn't really talk about the matchup, but I mean, they combined for like. Yeah, points. Yeah, it's like not even I, worth yeah, talking scored, about. I don't think I scored forty. <laughs> no, you, you didn't, and you did not have a man in double digits. Every, everybody's in I, singles here. I saw James Conner was out. I didn't even care. Like it was just fuck all this shit. <laughs> Get me out of here. Setting up for a, a Royal Rumble victory here. That's funny. Okay, so next matchup. Let's go into the basically the eggnog bowl, which was the CF burger eggnog chugger bowl between uh, prime times. He had some sort of a, uh, an eggnog reference. I think it was just cream. Like uh, it was. Yeah. Wu-Tang. Yeah. Wu-Tang. C-R-E-A-M. Cash yeah. rules, and then uh, Micah with American cream and Micah got demolished by prime time. 115 points. Oddly enough, prime time. Uh, <laughs> if he was in the playoffs, you know, we'll might have, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah he, might, he, things might have been different. <laughs> Turtle, if you didn't tie, he would have made the playoffs. Uh, but uh, I feel bad. Yeah. But I, I, I also uh, low key wanted K wall to just take this whole thing down. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, but he, he puts up a great score. Uh, huge game for Drew Brees coming back. Twenty six points. And Calvin Ridley with uh, Julio out uh, had all the action. I know he killed you in another league. So. Yeah, uh, Calvin Ridley was uh, a thorn in my side. I, 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 uh, I guess we can talk about it here because you know it's just the bowl game. But yeah, primetime had a great week. But let's talk about me because I love to talk about me, and I won't be doing it much this season a- after today. So uh, I was in the in a playoff game in Joe's league, and Turtle, I was the dominant force in that league. I was ten and three. I was the high scoring team by almost two hundred points. My roster was absolutely stacked. So of course, what happens? Was. They all, sh- they all shit a shit a brick when we got to the playoffs and late an egg. I had the the Rogers Devonte Adams stack. They didn't do anything. Good. I ha- I had um, fuck the Packers and fuck Aaron Rodgers. 
Adam Thalen, who caught two passes. One of them was a touchdown, but nothing else. And oh, that's another thing. This is a yardage heavy league. So nobody produced any yards or anything like that. It was absolutely brutal. Dalvin Cook was pretty much the only guy who, and Travis Kelsey were the only guys who did something for me. I played against Josh Jacobs, who blew up on Thursday night when he, he even when he was like hurt, he, he blew up. Calvin Ridley had a monster game. Deshaun Watson against the Colts. The Colts were supposed to have a good defense. They let him carve him alive. So yeah, I got eliminated and I lost by like two points in that league too. It was it was close. I I could have absolutely still won despite all those poor performances. So I'm I'm bitter. So I did not want to play fantasy football this year. Full stop. And I didn't want to be in that league. But the commissioner Joe, who used to be in your division last year, who bailed on our league by the way, has still commissioned that league and said, you know what? Let's just do one more ride. Blah blah blah. Like all this fast and furious bullshit language about like you know one last ride. And I was, I was so against it, so against it. I said, I don't even want to do my own league, and I'm going to do your league. But I said, fuck it, fine, whatever. I signed up for it, and I, I lost in the worst possible way. It, it's the worst when you, you get your heart ripped out after having a dominant season like that. So Yeah, uh, and uh, I was also in the playoffs in that league, and I scored way more points than Giuseppe or his opponents, and I also lost by three fucking points. So... It's, yeah, it, Tony it was, and I think rough. lost by a combined five points. Yeah, it was we would have rough, played each other in the championship. <laughs> rough fucking uh, rough weekend in that league, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for that league and this matchup. Congrats to Primetime on winning the Agnog Bowl. Then we had the final bowl game between myself and Santino, and as predicted by me, Santino <sighs> gets the victory. I think we all predicted it actually. Uh, the one thing that we also predicted that, or actually you predicted, Tony, and I agreed with you on, was that Santino, who said he had something up his sleeve or he was he was <laughs> cooking something up, did not produce anything. Yes, so. yes, yes. Uh, in typical Santino fashion, he failed to deliver on a promo or a message board post or, or maybe, I don't know, did you even get a phone call? Uh, no, I don't even think I've talked to him since the games on Sunday. I don't even, I don't even know if he won. If he knows he won. Sorry. <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, he had, uh, I mean, what, what happened? The, he didn't his biggest Fournette in his lineup with uh, Ronald Jones out. No, he did not do that. He did not gotcha. need him, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because I texted him telling him that I'm like challenging you. So like he knew that something was happening. He accepted it and then, you know, didn't change his lineup from the week prior. But Whatever it is, what it is, like we're we're at the very bottom of the league for a reason, and Santino gets the victory. Now we can talk about playoff games. Start with the first matchup, which we kind of tease the Washington Crackass Crackers against Tony's COVID Mania and division rivalry, a new one because K Wall is a new entrance to this division, but not to the league. And we kind of already teased it, but with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams combining. For only what twenty three points in our league, it's uh, bad news, Brown. Although it started off really well for K Wall on Thursday night with Darren Waller putting up twenty two points, I'm sure you were really sweating that Tony because you had Keenan Allen on the other side who didn't do anything. Oh my God, it was it was real bad in my house on Thursday night. Uh, Keenan Allen, he was iffy to play with a hamstring, and he was quoted yelling at the uh, sideline reporters, "Don't sit me." to all the fantasy managers and this motherfucker uh plays gets one catch he touches the ball twice 
one rush for one yard, negative one yard or whatever. One goddamn catch. He's yelling at people to to play him, and uh, he comes up limp. He was he was a decoy the entire game, and then uh, what is his name? Uh, Derek Carr get goes out, gets hurt on like the first series. So who comes in? Marcus Mariota. I did not know he was in uh, Vegas. I thought he was unemployed. Everybody was looking for Nathan Peterman. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was excited because I was like, oh, shit, Peterman's coming in. But uh, Mariota seems to love Darren Waller because he finishes with 22 points. He catches a touchdown, nine catches, uh, and he, I was getting killed. 20, 22 to one after Thursday. Yeah, but it wasn't. I mean, that's that. That was the highlight of his week. I mean, yeah. he he got he scored like twenty, almost thirty percent of his points in that one game. Yeah, then because we, of what happened after that. Then we fast forward to Saturday. Now there's two Saturday games, mind you. The first game is where my Bills were playing the Denver Broncos, and Josh Allen had a monster. Uh, four touchdowns, thirty-three points. Stephon Diggs, eleven catches, one hundred forty-seven yards. So. I'm feeling good at that point, I, but I'm still worried because I know in the in the Saturday night game, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are looming. Did you did you get you were probably high on meds here, uh, Turtle? You probably didn't see any of that Saturday night game or anything. I watched all of it. Yeah, I watched both games. I was just laying in bed, propped up, just chilling. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I was feeling I was feeling pretty good, and then uh, the Saturday night game comes up. Giuseppe alluded to it earlier. The uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams stack has been insane the past, like, two months. And the Carolina Panthers have absolutely nothing to play for, right? Before the game, I was sure that I was going to get throttled here. I I was predicting, like, 60 points between those two players. So I I said to the wife, I'm going to do a Jaeger bomb for every touchdown that they score. So, and in the first half, I had to do two shots because Aaron Rodgers scored two touchdowns, but that was really it. Uh, only 143 yards passing for Aaron Rodgers at home versus the Carolina Panthers. Chris, yeah, I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I left to go pick up a pizza. And he scored two of the touchdowns while I was gone. I'm like, this is fantastic. But it's, but then I got back and he didn't do anything else the rest of the damn game. Uh, so it was brutal for me. I, I couldn't believe it. And yeah. at that point, I mean, you were just, I mean, you, you had it almost pretty much. It went from you having like a big problem on Thursday to you having it in the bag at, by the time Saturday ended. So Sunday was like a foregone conclusion. Yeah, Sunday Sunday it was just uh, cementing uh, what I already had built up here. Uh, but Devontae Adams, just nothing working. Like p- t- passes to him were getting tipped or, or incomplete when they usually are completed and caught for touchdowns. So like Lady Luck was on my side on Saturday, and uh, that's really all it is. You know, you play your guys and you hope you get lucky, and uh, I did. Yeah, I mean, congrats to you. Big victory, obviously. Um, I I mean, it's 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 you know, you never know what you're gonna get when you when you got a team that's like got that type of a combination and it just uh didn't work out this week. It just a uh, bad 
bad timing. That's that's the only way you can really you can you can talk about yeah, it. So let's talk about K Wall's run here. He comes back to fantasy football, not having watched football in a couple of years. Uh, goes on this crazy win streak when he literally sent an email waving the white flag. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Seven weeks ago, something like that. Probably longer than that at this point. Yeah, he makes makes the playoffs. Comes out of the, the toughest division in fantasy football, the Balls Mahoney, and uh, uh, you should be proud that you went on that run and you had a very successful season. Um, and let's just talk quickly. If if uh, there was no tie last week and if K-Wall lost, uh, Bishop would have made the playoffs. He scored 115 points and would have lost to my 117 points. Can you imagine a playoff game ending in that such narrow margin? That'd be crazy. Yeah, especially at that high scoring. But it's, uh, yeah, so I guess at this point... If you're prime time, you feel okay about everything in that, you know, you, you miss the playoffs, but at the same time, you have gotten bounced in the first round. I mean, granted, he'd probably win in the third place game on, against his, you know, brother, but, you know, you never know until you get there, right? Speaking of that game, we had Worms Team Taylor against Pee Wee McLean's One Trillion Spaghetti and Meatballs and Turtle, if you, if you wouldn't catch it. The way this team was named was via the children of the, uh, the owners. They basically combined the first word that came to mind, and uh, Pee Wee had to goat his his uh, child Connor into giving a, a response. But that's where the name came from. I thought immediately that it was some sort of like a jab at me, like an Italian thing. But no, it was not. So, 118 points. So they would have beaten you, Tony. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I was point <laughs> next week. Oh my god. <laughs> so a big, big, big performance out of. Look, here, here's what it is. Like, I know you guys like to play and joke and stuff like that because you guys have fun in the regular season. But when all the chips are down and we get to the playoffs, the, the division you need to fear, past, present, future, then, now, always, is the Shula. And this is why. 118 points for Pee Wee when it counts. We were talking... K-Wall and I, he was like, man, can you believe that he benched Justin Herbert? 24 points, what's he going to do there? And I said, you don't know what, what's going to happen with Kyler Murray. Boom, 29 points. Huge game there. Tony Pollard, this man in free agency, picks him up before the game starts, slots him in there. 25-point game. Huge game. Now, granted, he probably would have started David Johnson in his place, who had 16. So either way, he, he still puts up you know, well over 100 points and enough to win this game. But across the board, Tony, he tore apart the Corey Davis play. Why is he on the roster? <laughs> Why is he in his lineup? Uh -huh. Why does this man, you know, even in the league, blah, blah, blah. He scored as many points as your top wide receiver, Stefan Diggs. Uh -huh. And he he's his third option, and he put up all those points. I mean, come on. You, you, the, the biggest surprise here was Baltimore's defense only put up nine. I mean, if we're talking about things here, like that, that's the biggest surprise. Huge, huge output there. And on the other side, Worm, I mean, you got to give him credit. The guy who's known for having wide receivers, his running backs, Tony, carried him the last, what, three, four weeks of the season, right? With Taylor Montgomery. Yeah, the David Montgomery thing, man. I, I, I will say right now that I had no idea that he's possible of doing this the past three weeks. He's been a number one stud. Uh, it's crazy. And uh, I think we mentioned it last week when Worm cut Jalen Hurts for some goddamn reason. 
if he would have played him, he think he wins this game, but uh, he did not. He went with Drew Locke, out of all people. Um, and uh, Jonathan Taylor's been been great as well. I mean, he's finally getting the touches. He 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 wasn't getting the touches earlier in the season. They've been like a three headed monster, but uh, they're 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 starting to lean on him a little bit, and it's it's paying off. Yeah, he it's crazy because. Go ahead, Turtle. I was no, just going to say, he would have lost by two if he played Hurts. Um, also, it made me feel super warm seeing him play Amari Cooper and just getting shit on by him. Yeah, I know. The, the one week that after like, yeah, like two or three, told him was hard with everything on the line, and Amari's like, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. <laughs> and then now he needs him, and he puts him in there, and they scored 41 points, and he had two. Yeah, it, it, was, it was very strange to see that. Although I did see some some splits like uh i think since the return of dalton and he, the number one wide receiver has been gallup actually in terms of targets or something like that it's it's very strange what the hell is happening there in dallas in i mean whatever i mean they're winning so i guess there's nothing um to to criticize there but yeah that that was definitely a very a very big uh you know, shot to him, you know, not, not having him. Um, I wonder if he had any intentions of playing Tua after his brother caught him. I, I know I would have, I know that everybody gives like talks about how Belichick and, you know, the rookie quarterbacks after what he did to Herbert, but especially now that they're pretty much eliminated from the playoffs, I wouldn't worry about the Patriots much, but it looks like Warren's got a decent viable keeper option now in Jonathan Taylor, because he's proving that he can be a, I mean, he's going to back into a top 10 running back performance this season because they've got Pittsburgh, who's been I was on a three-game losing streak this week, and then Jacksonville the final week of the season. So he's definitely going to put up top 10 numbers, and he's going to be a nice keeper for Worm. And then I don't know what – I mean, then you got what, Tyreek Hill? He, I don't know if he's eligible or not, actually. I don't remember that off the top of my head. I think he was kept. Okay, so he, so he might have to, he might actually have to go Montgomery, huh? I don't know that for sure, but looking at his team, I can't – pick out what his other keeper was last year. Yeah, I don't know either. I but mean, yeah. he, unless he caught him or something like that because of injury or something along those lines. But anyway, that's where we netted out. So the the way that the, the matchups have laid in is now we've got the Tony's team against Pee Wee's team going into the championship game. And you know what? Why don't we just like roll right into the next show? So Tony, if you can, why don't you take us to the waiver wire waiver wire waiver wire it's championship week and it's the waiver wire um not a lot of action as you can expect uh the the rumble is also this week so i thought we would see some more action but uh not a lot uh, I'm we, actually happy about that. It it looks as though, well, I mean, whatever. I'm going to give people credit, but in reality, it's probably because people just have checked out for the season. Yeah. But they're allowing the playoff teams to to take lead. Yes, I appreciate um, that. If, if this is like a dance, you know what I mean? You, you, can, you can take lead, and then uh, we'll come in and take whatever's left yeah, over you, you guys can take the scraps. Uh, Non-playoffs yeah. teams should not be bidding on players, and this is perfect. This is – I commend you guys – Thank you very much. Uh, we only had one pickup. We had K Walls, Washington Cracka Ass Crackas, spending $30 on Giovanni Bernard and cutting Edo Smith. Now, I had to emergency cut Giovanni Bernard last week to pick up a player, uh, and that player was Russell Gage, I believe, 
because I was in a real bad spot. Uh, I spent all of my fab money, which was $16, to try and get him back, but it was not enough. Uh, K-Wall had more money at the end of the day, so he gets the player. Um, and there was a couple free moves, I believe. Let me go there. Okay, uh, we had Pee Wee McLean picking up Marquise Brown off of COVID IR, and then he cuts Lynn Bowden Jr. Uh, we had my COVID Mania picking up the Salmon Ahmed guy and dropping Jamal Williams. Uh, I think that's yeah, only a couple more. Uh, and then we had Kowalski cut LaShawn McCoy and pick up Logan Thomas, which is a tight end. For the Washington football team, oddly enough. And that's it. I thought we would have a little bit more, but that's that's going to do it for your championship week. Waiver, fire. Awesome. So now we go into emails. There's a letter in your mailbox. And just one. From, I'm sure you guessed it, Micah. Subject line is DEFCON 1. He types, There is no agnog at Meyer. I repeat, there is no agnog at Meyer. The end is imminent. P.S. Nenad Srech's bowl winnings have been mailed and should arrive Monday, or so I am told. Ooh. I wonder what uh, Micah is sending him, because I don't think we ever got confirmation. I, I, I asked, we asked Primetime if there was any stakes. But uh, we did. And he 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 did talk about the or he like, I guess he posted in the discord that he, uh, the Joey Harrington figure and the Serbian money. And we talked about, it, I think, on the podcast as well. But we didn't know if that was for the winner or the loser. I forgot how they had it laid out. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think primetime has to burn that Joey Harrington figure now, which is I mean, put that shit on YouTube, please. I want to see that. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, but whatever that that's uh, that's that. But yeah, thank you very much, Mike. And. Echoing his sentiment, on Saturday, I stopped by Pavilions, which is a.k.a. Vons, a.k.a. Um, quote, Dominic's, as Dominic's no longer exists, for Lucerne Eggnog. Would you believe they didn't have a freaking carton of it at all at the damn grocery store when I went on Saturday? Turtle, I couldn't believe it. I don't think you've been on the podcast since the great Eggnog did. The uh, dispute has happened. Uh, what is your stance on eggnog? The worst thing on earth. I was here for the eggnog. Were you? It was, okay. It was the earliest. I think we had just <laughs> brought it up. It's the most. It's the worst shit ever. Yeah. Thank you. Good. I know like, you were a smart nah. kid. I, t- I tried it. Yeah, I tried it. It's at least you tried it. Thank you. It's wretched. I, I don't I, know what to even compare it. I like cinnamon milk rice I don't know that we call it Fuck. sweet cream on the bitter marks podcast and uh, see I respect your opinion of it turtle because you've actually tried it so you have an actual well, like, yeah uh, my Kelly Kelly drinks it so I'm like what the fuck this shit look I mean it's just like <laughs> you know like whole milk it looks like a milkshake really it, I don't want come on now. it looks like milk I've had it does. Milkshakes, it looks like a milkshake it does not look like a milkshake it looks like milk <laughs> if the refrigerator has been broken for three months that's what it looks like yeah it's like uh just whole milk squared it's bad <laughs> I had to try it and it was just I don't know how to it was like horseradish milk. It, it was <laughs> awful. But yeah, so I was disappointed because I wanted to do that. I wanted to pick some up. I wanted, you know, it was uh, Saturday was actually my co-commissioner and uh, representative of the third place game, uh, Worm's birthday. 
So I was, I was stopping by the grocery store to pick up, you know, the bottle to drop off for him. And at that point I was like, oh, you know, he likes eggnog too. You know, I'll get a couple of cartons, one for him, one for me, you know, and call, call it a day. Not one to be found. So clearly the opinions of uh, the rest of the U.S. population differ greatly from uh, some of the folks in the league because it's very hard to find. Thank you very Patrick much, Mike. I voted for Trump. That means <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I don't know if, if Trump people go to pavilions to grocery shop. I feel I'm like that. <laughs> I'm just saying the consensus doesn't matter. It doesn't mean <laughs> half the fucking people are dumb. That's yeah, of course. Yeah, that's true. So thank you very much, Micah, who uh, was a, is able to continue the streak of emailing every week. And this is the second to last podcast. So as long as he sends us an email for next week, he has done it. Oh, my God. So. I hope he doesn't send an email just to <laughs> just to piss you off. He's going to make it like uh, 16 Wait, why hours. would it make me mad? <laughs> I don't know, because you, you get off I'm, on it uh, getting, uh, yeah, you know. Uh, no, I'm just happy that, so, that people, like, if I, whenever anybody, like, participates and, like, helps out because it just makes the show easier. So, I mean, at that point, it's the last show. Like, I mean, is it really going to be that big of a don't problem? Don't get it twisted. I love, the, I love the feedback and the content. I just, if he wanted to slight you, that would be a way to do it. Got it. Okay. Well, that's, that's true, I suppose. So, Tony, uh, why don't we start with a third place game? Uh, you want to talk about the rumble? Uh, I guess we can. All right. Right now we've got four parts, five participants. We've got BDI, Mike, primetime, myself and turtle. I'm only doing it because I kind of feel obligated as the commissioner. Uh, I have no shot, but whatever it is, what it is. Anything can happen in the world wrestling federation as Santino's mom once said. So we've got five teams in, you know, there's a handful of you who are not in it. Uh, the only person who I really would expect to join that hasn't yet is Micah. So I'm, I'm holding out hope that after he listens to the podcast that he goes in. Because believe it or not, I said on the message board you have until Thursday, but there are no Thursday games. So technically, you have until Friday. But please don't tell me on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Let me enjoy my time <laughs> with my wife. And does, does K-Wall know that he is eligible for the Rumble? Because he might not, thinking that he's in the third place game that he can't get in. But in fact, he is eligible for the Rumble. He is. I don't know if he knows that. I feel like we've had the rumble since when he was in the league too. So, but you're right. It might be something he might have forgotten. So, if he can, uh, if he's listening to the podcast, that that's another opportunity for him. To, can we go to back join. real quick? Is this Santino's mom quote real? Uh it's it's a quote that I think Santino has mentioned, or I got, or maybe he beats okay. a, like it's it's something that's like a it's definitely something that's a a, a known quote. That, that has been attributed to his mom for some reason. And I don't remember why I don't know the story, but um, okay. yeah. All right. Good enough. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Okay. That, that, that covers the rumble talk. All right. Let's, why don't we go into the third place game, Tony? All right. We're going into the third place game. I think there is a hundred and fifty dollars on the line for this one. Don't quote me on that. Uh, maybe that just sounds right. Maybe just sub can confirm with the Holy Grail while I'm yapping over here. Uh, yeah, no problem. But we have Worms Team Taylor versus Kowalski's Washington Cracka Ass Crackas, and uh, Kowalski is a thirteen and a half point favorite in this one. Uh, I I'm guessing that RT Sports doesn't think that the Packers are going to throw two duds in a row. Uh, 
we have Le'Veon Bell entering the starting lineup for Kowalski after Clyde Edwards-Alaire went down last week. Um, so he fills his number two running back spot. Pretty pretty good there. And Worm now will play Tua Tonga-Vailoa uh, versus the Vegas Raiders. Uh, that's the only – and Marvin Jones getting back into the lineup. That's uh, – and Zach Boss actually getting run over Jonathan Taylor, uh, which is interesting. So, Turtle, what do you think? 13.5-point f- spread here. Who do you got? Not Worm. Worm's, Worm's going to outplay himself again. Um, like, the, why, why Zach Moss over Taylor? You guys have been talking about how Taylor has just become a top 10. He's this and that, but he's playing against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's lost three straight. Uh, he, he gets this galaxy brain shit and just does weird things with this team. He's there. I'm not. So I, it, whatever. I guess that's the division you play in, but uh, my division will win and K will will easily take him down. You don't even yeah. Need analysis on this. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on this. Uh, K wall has the better team last week. It was a situation where he had his two best players underperform by probably like 30 ish points and he still put up you know mid mid 70s upper 70s i forgot what his final his number was one put up 90 and he got like great performances pretty much across the board apart from amari cooper and i guess his quarterback position but his quarterback was i mean look let's face it the worm you know is typically has a good has good quarterbacks and he has not had those this year that's for sure i mean tour has got a great matchup against vegas but still his ceiling's like 20 you know like I think probably that's the, the best case scenario. While Aaron Rodgers, that's that's almost the floor. I mean, last week he put up 15, and we all said it was the it was like a shitty performance. So that that that's a huge difference there. You know, Chris Carson should have a decent game against the Rams for the Seattle at home. You know, Cup in theory should have again. I, I don't know anymore. This thing about football, like it's 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 a joke. Like you, you look at matchups, and you know they tell you one thing, but then. You know, in the game, it'll be something completely different. Seattle still has the worst secondary in the league, but Carolina has the second worst defense in the NFL, and yet they held Aaron Rodgers to you know 15 fantasy points, and they almost won that game. If Teddy Bridgewater didn't fumble when he was going over the top at the one yard line, Carolina would have would have uh, been, I think, it would have tied that game or whatever it was. So, again, it, it like you go off matchups because you know you're supposed to, but at the end of the day, random shit happens, especially the last month of the season where we had Pittsburgh who was undefeated and they've lost three in a row. The Jets were winless and they go to, to LA and beat the first place Rams in the West. Like who the fuck knows? So I'm going to pick KOL just on reputation at this point. I'm going to sweep it here. I think the, the power of the balls Mahoney will uh, take down the Dick uh, uh, winner here. Uh, I don't see the uh, Packers throwing two duds again. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be very, very pissed off. After his performance last week, uh, Giuseppe, you kind of mentioned it on the field last week. He looked visibly upset with the uh, the, the game plan. Uh, I think that's going to change this week. Uh, Devontae Adams pencil him in for two touchdowns. There's a 56 over under in that game. Uh, that's going to be a shootout. And uh, yeah, I, Amari, Amari Cooper. I mean, what did he score? He caught two balls last week. Yeah. Uh, shit, man. He's he's just. He's not Gallup got hurt though. He did? Okay. I didn't Gallup know that. is hurt. Gallup is hurt. Okay. Yes. Good to know. 
Well, anyway, I I don't see him. I don't see Worm doing it this week. He's benching one of his best players in Jonathan Taylor. I know you're scared of the like the, the the mystique of the Pittsburgh Steelers, but don't be. They they're they're a bunch of pussies right now. And I think uh, didn't T.J. Watt get hurt last week, or was it the the other fullback Watt? I know one Watt got hurt last week on the, on the Steelers, but I'm not sure which which one. But the defense. Yeah, is, that sounds right. The defense is kind of falling apart. I would not be benching Jonathan Taylor. You play your guys that are on fire, and he is one of them. Um, so you should definitely – I know you don't listen to this, Worm, but you should. <laughs> yeah, Giovanni Bernard dusted him up last week. Yeah, absolutely. He scored like two touchdowns and like 20 points. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I think Worm is overthinking it, as Turtle mentioned. Um, yeah, and Primetime has mentioned it many times as well when he when he's hosted that Worm is a perpetual overthinker. And yep, it, it, this is another case of it. Yep. Okay, then let's go to the Super Bowl, the championship game for 2020. Uh, Giuseppe, do we know the whereabouts of the trophy? I know you won uh, last yes. year, but you do not have the trophy. So Matt has the trophy. So Matt Albright uh, has the trophy, and typically it's protocol that that owner would keep it until the draft, but since he did not win last year, I would think the trophy would be fair game, like, uh, you know, next week if you wanted to pick it up. I'll have to ping Matt and see if he's available, but... Yeah, I mean, both of the, the up- or, I guess, combatants are local and yes. live relatively close to each other as well so yeah i mean it's up to you guys like i i obviously you know couldn't take it with me because i wasn't in illinois for actually me and peewee are very local uh we live like three minutes away from each other so maybe uh i'll propose this peewee on the podcast whoever wins gets the right to do a championship parade through the neighborhood honk your horn stick the trophy out the window Tell me to tell the other guy to suck shit. I, I, I am in for this. If you want to do it, Pee Wee. Uh, I, I, re- I would make the loser pick up the trophy from Matt's house and drop it off at the winner's house. Personally, that's a, but. that's a, another good, uh, another good option. I'll, <laughs> we'll see what Pee Wee wants to say about that. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's make this a little bit more interesting. Let's, let's, let's put some embarrassment. If you lose on the line here. So, uh, I don't think, there's been any lineup changes since last week for Pee-wee McLean. I know I haven't made any. And I am opening here as a seven-point favorite. Um, so, Giuseppe, why don't you tell me who's going to win the trophy for 2020? Um, I mean, I no analysis needed. It's going to be Pee-wee McLean. We have to go with the uh, tried-and-true the last, you know, I mean, all the championships comes from, from this division. So at this point, there's no reason to bet against it. Pee-wee McLean have, you know, definitely some interesting matchups that they are dealing with. But at the end of the day, I think that they will prevail. Tony Pollard had a great, great game for Dallas last week. And... I don't, I mean, if, if I'm the Cowboys, there's no reason to play Zeke yet. Like Zeke at 50, 60, 70, whatever percent he is, is not as good as what Tolly Pollard has been. And Arizona lit up Philly last week. So 
Um, I, I would not have any any problems with with keeping Pollard in there. Josh Jacobs against Miami, you know, it's not the greatest matchup in the world, but you know, I think I think he can he can still do the job. You know, beyond that, you know, Green Bay's defense is is very suspect as we saw last week against Carolina. So AJ Brown could have a good game. I don't know what's going to happen with Corey Davis or not. I I mean, I guess he could go Hollywood Brown. He could go Edwards Alaire. He could go Judy. I don't know. Judy might be a sneaky play with uh, the Chargers who really don't have much of a defense. But at the end of the day, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to have to pick Pee Wee because like I said, I'm representing my division. I'm not even looking at your side of the roster. I currently have something blocking your, your lineup, Tony. I don't, I'm sure you have players and I'm sure that they're good because you're in the championship game and you put up, you know, uh, a lot of points last week, almost more as many as Pee Wee. So I'm going to go Pee Wee McLean here to keep the title for the third year running in the Shula division. Is there something wrong with Corey Davis? Not that I know of. He he oh, blew right. up last week. All right, all right, all right. I thought you were talking about replacing him with Marquise Brown or whatever. Oh, just so that way you're not like putting all your eggs in the Tennessee basket. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the weather's going to be in Green Bay. Total, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't know what the, right, what the weather's going to be in Green Bay. No, no, no. This is like a Sunday night game. This is the worst. I, uh, I don't even want to pick anybody in this one. <laughs> I really don't. Like, it's literally my favorite person in the league versus a podcast mate and division mate. What do I do? Wow, I'm not your favorite? That hurts. That's no, hurtful, DJK, bro. baby. Woo! <laughs> Fucking love Pee Wee. Yeah, he's my actual favorite person in the league. Um, God. I'm I'm gonna pick a tie. <laughs> I'm gonna pick to a tie. Points. <laughs> oh yeah, hold on. Oh, we got Clyde. Ed- oh, we got Michael Thomas on one side and Clyde Edwards Alaire. We're good. I'm picking a tie. Um, I'm gonna pick a tie, and I'm gonna pick Tony to win. It's the hardest thing I have to do, but I'm going with my division. Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with the division, and, and Tony's going to get this win. Uh, it's going to be, let's see, 97 to 97, and Tony's going to win on bench points. All right. Uh, well, that was very unbiased pr- analysis. I appreciate it from both of you guys. I uh, love it. Um, yeah, I, I don't see him playing Corey Davis. I just don't. I mean, the dude caught a 75-yard fluke touchdown last week. That's not going to happen again. Um, I, I I honestly think I'm going to see Marquise Brown in his lineup. Uh, Hollywood's coming off the co- COVID IR. I think he's going to catch Don't fall it. for it. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I, I'm just telling you what I think is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And I don't see Tony Pollard doing that again. Um, I don't know, man. I, I feel like he, he has more dud potential than I do. Now, I do have some injury uh, woes on my team. Uh, what is it called? Keenan Allen did not practice today. He totally fucked me over last week with one point. I don't know if he's going to play, and I don't know if he's going to be effective. But I do know that if he does play, he's going to have a great game because did you see that Denver secondary last week, what, what Josh Allen did to them? Like, they didn't have any players like healthy and then like two more guys got hurt during the game. So they're on their like seventh and eighth cornerback there 
in, in Denver, and the defense is falling apart. Uh, and I think Justin Herbert is is going to destroy the Denver Broncos this week. But I don't know if he's going to play. As of right now, I'm, I'm I got a sh- I got a prayer that he's going to play. And I, I just see more steady steady guys in my lineup. Uh, I got Dalvin Cook. I got DeAndre Swift, who seems to be catching touchdowns or scoring touchdowns in bunches. And Stefan Diggs did get carted off last week, but it, it, it wasn't a big deal, I guess. He was back walking around at the end of the game. He practiced today. I think he's going to play. Uh, and, yeah, man, I think I think McLaurin could definitely throw a dud. I think uh, Josh Jacobs could have a dud against Miami. And I definitely think Tony Pollard has a dud this week. Um, so I think I will win. And uh, how many titles has Pee Wee McLean won? Is it three or two? Uh, two sounds right. Two sounds right. Okay, I have also won two in my career in this league. So uh, this should be a good matchup. Uh, Pee Wee's got a great team. They 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 had a hell of a, a come from behind, uh, swooping in and kicking Mike out. <laughs> But I've been the best team all year, and I think I will take this down, and I will win. Uh, what about a breakout player, gentlemen? Do you have anybody who you think in the playoff games that is going to erupt this week? Corey Davis. <laughs> I'm just being contrarian. I don't know. Uh, you guys have all, a whole bunch of great players. Uh, I'm going to say Corey Davis, though. Um. I think I'm going to go uh, Gio Bernard. I think that Kowalski puts him into his lineup, and Houston is not really – they don't play defense. So um, I think he could have another big game. Uh, the, I don't think it's Ryan Finley. I don't even know who the hell the quarterback is in Cincinnati, but he's not going – You know deep all the time he's doing some dump off stuff to bernard plus you know the you know there's definitely a uh a situation where you know he's they're gonna lean on their running game a little bit in in that game so i'm gonna go geo bernard why not okay uh i'm gonna take keenan allen if he plays he's gonna have a monster game like i said the uh the denver broncos secondary is trash right now uh they are really 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 banged up and uh, I think he'll have a monster if he can play. All right. Well, obviously, this is the championship game, so I wish both you and Pee Wee all the best. You know, obviously, it takes a lot to get to this point this year, even more than others. So I commend you both on, you know, all the success that you've had thus far. And, yeah, unfortunately, there can only be one winner, but at the same time, you know, know that both of you have uh, accomplished quite a bit in order to get to this point. So wish you both the best of luck. We will have one more show next week to kind of wrap things up, and then uh, we'll be kind of uh, radio silent for a long time. So with that, thank you both, Turtle and Tony. And this has been the Super Bowl preview semifinal recap fantasy football scoop and poop. Merry Christmas. All right, Joe's over. I'm tired.
Scoop and Poop Fantasy Podcast, now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com. <laughs>